Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Expansion Pack podcast where we download this week's gaming news and, you know, we, we bring it straight to you. Um, this is episode 76, and to be quite honest, there really isn't that much gaming news this week, and that's... Uh, that's it's kind of the, dry. Yeah, it's kind of the main point of this episode, you know? Every, everything I guess you can say there's a fallout. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. oh, wow, that was, that was, oh, no. that was cringe. Thank you, guys. Come You're cringe. And uh, we'll see you guys next week. Yeah, <laughs> cringe, bro. Oh man, but um, but yeah, you know we're 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 here to talk about some some games, some things. I'm your host, Black Ice. Uh, joined by my co-host to my right here. If you guys are watching on YouTube, we got Goopmaster Flex. What's going on, bro? No, stay gooping. Stay gooping as always. And then we got my man down low, Mister Five Two Five himself. May twenty fifth, people. What's up? What's going on, y'all? Hopefully, everybody's having a good 4th of July. Y'all is out there May 25th in it up, even though it's the 4th of July. And yeah. Okay. I know that was confusing. I know. I know. But if you slow it down, you can keep up with your boy. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, (laughs) I don't even know how to dissect that one, but I will pivot over (laughs) to give my boy a shout out down here. If if y'all are listening... On uh, on the Spotify and you know all the audio podcast stuff, you probably noticed you know he sounds a, a little different. My 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 guy, you know, stepped it up, got himself into the Elgato Wave family. So um, yeah, we got to shout him out there. I did. Uh, yeah. Also, if you guys are watching, you notice we're all wearing the same headset. So this episode has been brought to you by the uh, Steel Suit. No, just kidding. We all got new I'll headsets. They're not paying us. No, nah, they they they're paying us. But. I got to yeah. say, you know, shout out to them because uh, we, got, we all got the new Nova Pro wireless headsets and they are, they, they sounded pretty nice. Um, there's a lot, there's a lot of stuff to figure out <laughs> with them though, to be quite honest yeah, with you. Clearly, we, yeah, for we, sure. Yeah, we were struggling a little bit, um, you know, to get this episode off the ground because of some technical issues. But, you know, once you get them working, they're, they're pretty nice. Um, they sound very good. Uh, although the microphone's need a little bit of work though if you if you if you're going to be playing this on a on an xbox or a playstation the mic settings are a little eh. but mm-hmm. pc they have you know well optimized settings but yeah they, they kind of left y'all in the dust facts yeah they, they need to pump out an update or something for uh for xbox and playstation so that it sounds better but yeah, yeah. at least like a little operation operating center whatever facts facts i think it's coming it's coming i hope it's so coming. i hope so hopefully hopefully, hopefully. All right, well, Chris, you know, you're all upgraded up. You know, we see you with the new headset. We see you with the new <sighs> mic. We see you with the new chair. Um, you know, so this is going to be your time to shine here. You know, we're going we're gonna to give you the uh, the full screen. Hit us with the icebreaker this week, man. What's up? You know, I remember back in the day. Shout out Devin, right, because he thought this was very funny. Five cents a day. Five cents a day. I remember that. Ain't no five cents no more, compadre. All right. So let's get that out of the way first. All right. Now, with the actual icebreaker. Y'all done got me fucked up. Uh, very simple. Actually, it's one of those questions that can kind of like hopefully start a conversation. Um, do you guys think sports gaming is dying? Do you think <laughs> uh, it's it's, you know, on its way out, not necessarily on its way out, because I don't think it'll die that hard. But do you guys think it's becoming one of those genres that's not so much of a focal point? Almost kind of like in a couple years, maybe be even, you know, 
kind of like fighting games almost in a sense is we are we going too far are we not going far enough like what do you guys think and then like also on top of that yeah i remember that conversation we had a couple months back about you know what a what we would want to see in an actual new age sports game in terms of battle passes in terms of how they structure the game and all that stuff depending upon your answer do you guys even think that that's something that can even still exist or is it coming what do you what do you guys think what's going on with sports man what's going mm-hmm. on um, okay. obviously, I'll give me my answer first. I'm gonna just go, yep, <laughs> a flat, yep. I, I, I gotta say, I, I, I don't see, um, it hurts me to say this too. I don't see where like they're taking a lot of innovation and really pushing forward with uh sports gaming in general because this could be an easy time for us to tear apart 2K. I'm not trying to do that. Um, I'm looking at it objectively across the board. It, I don't know, like, is it just me or does it just feel like they, they have yet to take, like, that next step into, like, what we would consider maybe, like, in any way, shape, or form, a uh, next-gen version of a sports game? I don't think we've gotten that yet. I think right now my hopes are still clinging to, um, what's that game called? Uh, the boxing club game. can't remember the name of it. Uh, um, I know what you're talking about. It's like I'm, I'm really, yeah, yeah. I'm praying for that to like really just catapult us forward into some new shit. But aside from that, I've gotten nothing from any of these games at all that has led me to believe, yo, we about to knock y'all in y'all heads with this new version of what we got for sports gaming. Whether it's baseball, whether it's basketball. I haven't touched a Madden game in years, but I barely hear a lot of stuff about that. Like, am I bugging? Am I going too far, y'all? What y'all think? Hmm. I'm gonna let many I'm gonna let many start. Uh, I have a lot. To it's say. tough. It's tough because there's so much potential for the sports games. As we can see, you know, we got skate coming out. Eventually, you know, EA showed a little trailer with the alpha signed up. I'm excited. Hopefully, I can get in with that. You know, I can, you know, I consider that being a sports game, of course. Um, it just sucks because for both sides, football and basketball, there's not really competition. We know NBA Live died, and Madden holds the rights to the NFL, so, you know, like, 2K has a, you know, football game coming out, but it's not going to be sports simulation, so it's not going to be like that. It's going to probably be like a street game, if anything, but, um, yeah, the problem is there's not really too much competition, and since there's not competition, there's no um way to really innovate their games or there's no motivation to because you know they're making their money easily since there's not really competition to kind of fight them you know i was thinking about this the other day i feel like ea the best way to kind of get back into you know the basketball side of things is instead of pumping out uh, you know a simulation basketball game like nba live they couldn't you know use an old ip you know nba street and like make that like their kind of life service game and still like implement stuff like ultimate team and stuff like that to the game. So like for example, like, you know, you could obviously make a my player and build your way up, you know, your respect to the parks. Um ultimate team in a sense where he's like you could collect, you know, legends and current players and put them on your ultimate team roster and you know battle people online, of course, three v three, one v one, all that kind of stuff. And then, like, you know, your simple play-now modes, your pickups, but, like, street mode version, you know what I'm saying? I feel like they have, like, that kind of IP set up in a way where they can do that. It's like, And I think 2K might do, like, the same thing 
with football, since they can't do a simulation, I think they're going to probably do like more of like a my player street football game since they can't really do like a football simulation. <laughs> but like I said, it's the problem is there's no competition out and they're sitting on a lot of IPs that can be worked on, but they're just lazy taking in the money that they can't get right now since it's easy cash. I don't know can, about can those. I interject one second before you go, Denzel? Just go one ahead. second. Yeah, go ahead. Just wanna ask, just wanna ask. Mm-hmm. Is it fair that we keep giving that excuse though? Because I feel like we give that excuse a lot with a lot of this stuff, with them just not having competition and then then they just give us what they give us. Is it, is it an excuse? That I don't I don't know if that's an excuse. I think that's 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 uh, that's a condemnation that's saying that you're the only game in town and you 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 kind of maneuvered your way in in such a way that you are the only game in town and you're complacent. Like I don't I don't think that's an excuse. I think that's like saying there's no competition and i don't know i I guess the the way manny worded it in my mind isn't that there's no competition because they're like great it's like there's no competition and they suck like i don't know like i i feel like i don't know i wouldn't say they suck well not not suck but you know what i mean like i'll I'll give it this you know visually i would say 2k looks amazing like i remember i was playing like a what is it called? The league and like just seeing like the you know the players what they look in graphics and game graphics and everything like that. They look great, you know what I'm saying. And there's of course like what is it called? Like the my the my career story mode. I actually like the things you could do in the city and all that kind of stuff. Like the quest, that's pretty innovative. I'll give them that. But I feel like. 2K like since they try to do like their kind of life service way with the seasons, they kind of like ruined the game and it kind of just like kind of gave up in my opinion but that's just my opinion i think okay (laughs) buckle up ladies and gentlemen (laughs) all right so so as far as addressing the the original question is will sports gaming die is it dying no it'll never die that it's impossible it won't happen like as as long as sports matter in the world which they almost always will sports gaming will matter um, you know, all of us here, we're, you know, we're pretty, I wouldn't necessarily say we are varying levels of hardcore gamers, right? Like we, we play a bunch of different types of games, so on and so forth. None of us here would be considered casual. Sports gaming is huge for the casual market. Madden makes boatloads of money, hand over fist every single year. 2K makes boatloads of money, hand over fist every single year. FIFA you know, like those, that's the trifecta of, of sports gaming. They are making a lot more money than most things. You know, like I think the, the only things you could really compare it to is like obviously Call of Duty makes an exorbitant amount of money every year. But like that's the league that we're talking about when we talk about those particular sports games. Now, getting that out of the way, what we're really talking about and what I think what I think you might be alluding to or, or, or diving more into is just like. The innovation as far as we have online, you know, like like online is a thing. 2K has tried very hard to make my career and do the, the rec center and all those different types of things. And I feel like in every facet of the game, it fails. Again, isolating 2K as a very specific thing. So we're, we've all started playing, well, minus Chris, but um, Manny, myself, a couple other people, we've all started playing, um, like we made a league in 2K after the draft. Um, like people created like these um, these custom rosters. So we took those custom rosters and we made like our own league, right? In playing that league, the more and more I've been playing it, I'm like, this is a perfect game. 
this is a perfect basketball game if you're just looking at it from the exhibition standpoint, like the way the the way the players move. Like when you're playing against the computer, it's a perfect game. When you get online, like and, and again, I'm I'm talking about playing against another person now. Things start to break down a little bit, but it's still a really good game. Like, you know, animations clip and sometimes like you feel like you're getting cheesed out a little bit more. So that's something that needs to get fixed. Now, when you get into the the My Career, Rec Center, uh, Pro-Am, all that shit, it goes out the fucking window. It's like everything breaks down because, A, maybe like you said, they're trying to do some of the live service stuff where like they're introducing new things to like battle passes to basically get, incentivize you into coming back and yada, yada, yada. But I feel like playing online against other people has become less and less fun because basketball IQ isn't rewarded. It's literally just dribble, dribble, left, right, left, right, and then take some fading shot and you green it, whatever, right? Or like, you know, the, the beginning stage of the game, you couldn't make a pass. And it wasn't even a matter of like you making bad passes. It was just like passing lanes were getting like Superman, like dove in front of the ball and like throw threw it to the other side of the court. And now we just have cherry pickers. There's just like a lot of fundamental things that take away from the game of basketball that was happening in uh, rec center pro am like that type of stuff. And I think you know, two K's took some steps to like address some of those things, but I just never feel like it's truly balanced. And I don't know if it ever can truly be balanced. So when I think about two K and innovation and all those different types of things. They can innovate all they want, and they've they've done a lot of innovation. At the end of the day, it's still like, I don't know, it still doesn't create a great experience because the balancing is always off. And balancing is always off because people suck, and they'll find, like, the best way to break the game. <laughs> and that's really what it boils down to, in my opinion. Like, like I also play Madden, right? So if I'm playing, um, I'm playing Ultimate Team, these dudes are always fighting. And there's there's some problems with Ultimate Team, too, right? Like, don't get me wrong. A lot of people... Don't like Ultimate Team because, you know, it basically ends up being like a pay-to-win type of situation. That's a different topic for a different time. I'm not even going to get into that because we'll be here for the whole episode on that one. But when I play Ultimate Team, people always seem to focus on the, like, there's like a meta. There's always a meta in these sports games, right? There's like the particular player, like, um, oh, I, I, I think in Ultimate Team, they made a, a Derrick Henry quarterback player, and this dude would just he would just run like he would just take off it basically was like the second coming of mike michael vick but he's as big as derrick henry so nobody was tackling him it broke the game for a time everybody was pissed everybody was annoyed you should see the community it was like it was a whole different ball game like i feel like those metas is what kills these sports games from an online perspective if you're just playing the computer they're fucking amazing they're perfect right but I don't know that all, all that innovation shit. Like, I feel like they're really trying to do the innovation geared towards online stuff because that's where the money is. And it just fail. It falls flat on his face because it's very hard to keep all that shit balanced. That's, that's me. But to your question about the, the, um, what did you say? Did you call it like an MMO or what, what were you referring to? Oh, exactly? well, I mean, I guess you could say the live service sports game, the game that would replace having to have an annual, game out oh, every year yes. it's just okay. like an uptake type of i i feel like it's coming and i feel like um i i, I don't know like i have like a, a more long-winded explanation as to why but i don't want to take up too much more time about it but i think it's coming with this new fifa that's well it's not called fifa anymore but 
EA is, is kind of EA and FIFA, their their relationship has deteriorated. So they're no longer going to be making FIFA in the next year. It's going to be called um, uh, EA FC or so, football, football club, something along those lines. Um, and I think the way they talked about it in a press release, it led me to believe that they may experiment with doing like a live service model type of thing where it's just like, this is the game and we'll just update it throughout the seasons. And I think that that soccer is probably the perfect sport to start that with, to start that experiment and see how that goes. And, you know, obviously if, if EA gets it right, you know what's coming to Madden. There's a good chance that they'll try to do it with, you know, whatever other sports games that come out. And if that's successful enough, 2K will then, you know, follow them. Um, although I, I think even if it is successful, it'll take a year or two because 2K tends to kind of go to the beat of their own drum a little bit. They they try not to listen to or see what other people are doing in the industry. But I think if it's successful enough, it'll be loud enough and they'll have no choice but to do it with 2K. Um, but yeah, so out of all of that, no, I don't think sports gaming is dying or will die ever. Uh, yes, I do think the the live service model, like the one that we talked about that we really want to happen, will come about at some point in time. But it'll take some time. So, thoughts? What in, I think is it, is it called Pez? I think it's not called Pez anymore. I think like Pro the free to play. Like, yeah, they switched it up. It's the free to play thing now. Yeah, so I think I guess you could kind of say they're first to make it free to play, you know. And, but it's not good. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, I know it's I, not. It's, it's not like it's on the not, quality of people. It's not. But it's not good. good. It's not good. There's a reason why it's free. Yeah, exactly. I mean, <laughs> oh, really, they they had to find a way to compete, and that that's something that was owned by Konami too. That's one of the last things that Konami's like putting out, really, right? Yeah, since you know, sitting in a bunch of IPs. Facts. So, but yeah, I mean. I don't know. I, I I have way more like thoughts about this whole sports gaming thing because I, I, I really think it gets a bad rap. And I also think, I don't know, there's certain things that it makes sense are irritating to people. Like I, I still want to try to play um, 2K online with like all of our friends, but it's, it's such a, it's the absolutely frustrating experience Yeah, because like basketball IQ in Pro-Am and Rec Center is everything. And like, you, like Manny, you're a big man, right? I mean, I'm Bro. I'm a point guard. I, I'm guilty of it too. Like a lot of times, I'll end up missing you in the paint. If I try to get get it to you in the paint, like some somebody teleports from one end of the court to the other and like steals it from you. I don't know. It's just it's tough. It's tough. I think what killed me about 2K was I was trying to make this, you know, the defensive like paint beast. Like, you know, great interior defense, playing like Dwight Howard or Shaq in the paint, you know what I'm saying? Just dunking on people's nuts. With like 99 standing dunk, you know, contact, Hall of Fame, and all that kind of stuff. And like, I don't know what it is. Every year 2K hates me, but they make my build look like a POS. Like, bro, my every time like I would be in the you know paint alone, I got Hall of Fame rise up. My guy wouldn't even do a standing dunk. He would just like, eh. you know what I'm saying? Just toss it in the rim. And then like some you know, six foot three, you know, shooting guard will come out of nowhere. LeBron blocked me, and I'm like, bro, what's going on? Can't just stuff it in the rim. There'll be somebody under the arc, and I'm like, yo, my guy should be able to contact dunk this, and I can't because 2K just like, you know, saying hates me for some reason. So that's why I hate making big men because, like, I feel like every time I make a big man that's supposed to be like, you know, a defensive beast, which my guy, I'll give him, you know, he's defensive. Yeah, you're definitely grid, defensive but, like, minded. 
offensively, he's trash because for some reason, 2K wants to disrespect him and not be able to like make contact dunks and you know simple stuff that just doesn't happen. Par- partially, I feel like this year in particular, you picked a you picked a bad year to like go that route because. Like they changed up the way uh, posters work now, so like you have to mm-hmm. you have to be like precise when you're using posters, and even still, the the posters don't really work if you hold down on the stick. It's like it's I don't know, it's very hit or miss. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know, but I I will say this, and it's from an unlikely source, but you know, Manny, you and I we were a part of the uh, the Madden 23 beta, um, you know, mm-hmm. closed beta. It's over now. Can't get into like too many details about it, but generally speaking, the one of the things that I did like about it was animations didn't feel as pre-canned as they usually feel in Madden. And I feel like also the, the throwing like, so this is something they've already talked about, but like the precision throwing um, you can like choose where you're throwing the ball on the field. It, it it's, it's more precise than it's ever been. Right. And I feel like the game is less predictable in that way. Like, I, I don't feel like I'm stuck in an animation that, like, somebody's going to catch it and, like, my guy can't move or something like that. I didn't feel that at all in the beta. And uh, even, like, the situations where, um, you know, I'm a ball carrier, I'm running with the ball and I get tackled. If I get hit one way and somebody hits me another way, all of a sudden I'm back up and I'm moving you know, moving forward. Like, it didn't feel, like, as predictable every like play to play as it did in the previous Maddens. Now, I will say this. I've played other Madden betas in the past. And the, the beta itself was great. And then the game comes out and then people are like complaining about certain things. And so they revert back to the way shit was. So I think really what I'm getting at is people are the problem. People are the reason why these sports games are not where they need to be because people complain about certain shit or they break the game with the meta. So that's I'm going to just leave it at that. Chris, what do you think? I know you're uh, you're um, doing one of these. So. I- so uh, the only reason why earlier I said an excuse is because it, I, I I can't lie to y'all, man. Like that's something I feel like I've constantly just been hearing for like at least a decade now on why this sport game or that sports game isn't where it should be. So that that's the only reason why I called this because I'm like, yo, how many times are we gonna keep on going to that same well and then being like, that's why the game isn't what we want. It's it's hard for me to kind of give some of these places or these places a pass because. Um, the era that we live in right now, like the internet era, and the fact that they can get so much information based on uh, like feedback wise and whatnot about what people like in their games, what they don't like in their games, and I do agree. There's a lot of folks out there that are like really wishy washy with what they want, and um, or confused about what they want, and then they kind of say they want one thing and then they get it and then they complain anyways. There's certain people out there you're just never going to be able to please. But I think I think those people are the most vocal, and I think that's the problem. It's like, because like I've I've seen it on the the two K subreddits and stuff like that. It's like, oh, this thing happens this way. This badge works this way. Okay, well, let me let's do something to address that. And then, like, the thing that I've heard the most the last year of two K is like, I'm sick of all these uh, these guards and um, small forwards just running into the paint and just dunking on people like slashers. Slashers, they're irritating. Just dunking on people. Dunking on people. Dunking on people. Well, what did they do? They changed that mechanic this year. So it's less likely to get dunked on. It's more skill-based. And people are mad about that, too. Now, I don't think that they went about it the right way, necessarily. And I wasn't one of those people who was complaining about, you know, the way slashes worked in the first place. But it's like, I don't know. They changed certain things, and a lot of people get mad about it. But I also do agree that I don't think they changed it the right way, either. So 
I don't know. But but I will say one other, one other thing before you continue. You made the comment about the competition thing. What's changed? Nothing's changed about like we've been saying this for the last 10 years because the competition shit hasn't changed. Madden's been the only game in town. Uh 2K's mm-hmm. been the only game in town. That competition piece has not changed at all. So I I like again, I don't I don't think it's an ex- like when I say that, I don't think it's an excuse. I think it's this shit is annoying. This sucks. We shouldn't continue to have it be this way. I don't. It's not a. It's not a reason why Madden needs to continue to pump out the same shit every year. It's just. I don't know. It's a result of it. I. I don't know. I don't know how to better explain it. But I. I yeah. agree with you. I understand what you're saying. But the reason why people keep saying it is because nothing has changed at all. <laughs> I guess it kind of reminds me of um, you know, like how we kind of talk about Nintendo. Mm-hmm. We always give Nintendo shit for like just never wanting to do anything different, but technically they don't have to because the money, if you look at the revenue, mm-hmm. why would they? You know what I'm saying? Like they're going to get their bread. But then <clears throat> I guess at some point I always kind of look at them like, um, I guess like Microsoft in a sense. Microsoft seems like the only one at all all these places that like when people say they want something or whatever, it I don't know, it feels like they're listening. Like am I, am I tripping but on that? But it's because they're in third place. Let's be real. Damn, I think that's a whole other conversation. No, but let's be real. It's because they're in third place. Like, like I, I love oh, my Xbox man. and I prefer my Xbox. But the reason why they are, they have the underdog mentality. And I honestly think, even if they become in first place, they will forever have the underdog mentality as long as that's, Phil Spencer. That's kind of how I feel but too. It's, but it's yeah. only because they hit rock bottom. None of these other companies mm-hmm. have hit rock bottom, so they don't know what that feels like. They don't have leaders in charge. That are like, yo, we lost everything. We can never act this way again. That like none of the like Sony Sony had that period in time with the PlayStation 3 where they were losing to to Xbox for a little bit. But eventually they pulled their shit together. They they didn't hit rock bottom. People were still out here buying them. Nobody was like, oh, is Sony gonna close down the PlayStation branch? That never happened. Um Nintendo. I mean, they they had they had their they had their issues, but like P- Nintendo's always been beloved. Like mm-hmm. the, the Xbox team, they basically the way they came into the game was an underdog. They had their their level of success with the 360, and then the Xbox yeah. One brought them right back down to that that like rock bottom standpoint. So at this point, Phil Spencer, who, who's somebody who's been there from day one, he saw how they came up. He then saw how they navigated their way to the top and then saw them fall from grace again. And now he's the head of the company. Like he he's going to as long as he's in charge, they will always have an underdog mentality. It's that simple. Um, and Microsoft as a whole, even though it's, it's weird to say that they're like underdogs per se, but they're they have an underdog mindset because they're not beloved in the same way as Apple and like some of these other companies, even though they pump out yeah. way more shit than all those companies and their revenues are, you know, are very high. Like. There's like a mind share issue when we talk about Microsoft sometimes. Like they make great shit, but people don't think of them as the company that you love their stuff because it's shit that you have to use for work, like office and so on and so forth. So that that mindset, that underdog mindset is why they make like they're fighting right now still to be number one and make amazing shit and buy all these companies and do this and do that and game pass and so on and so forth. So if you apply that same concept to the sports companies and shit like that. There are no sports companies out there right now who are making games that have hit that rock bottom. And I don't know. It's it's just tough. And not, live, I guess. I was gonna say NBA live. But, but they're not they're not in the game. We're not even talking about them, right? Like they're not even they're not even a factor, I think is is really what it boils down to. They're not a factor. 
So therefore, we don't think about them. But I would love to see like that team who made Street and all that shit. I would love for them to make something like specifically streetball related, make an arcade basketball game and then get the NBA licensing later on or whatever it is that they have to do. Like, I would love to see that. But Chris, sorry, yeah, that would be fine. You want to? You can finish up your uh, the rest of the stuff you were saying. Yeah, no, no, it wasn't really much else besides that. It was just that uh, at some point for me, it gets to the point where it's like, damn, man, I, I get that there's no competition, but when you have all this information, at some point it just has to look like you're just ignoring it. You know, you're just like you're hearing certain people, but then you're just saying whatever. That's why I brought up Microsoft because it never feels like they they do that. And out of all these companies, all these development teams, whatever they feel as though they are listening in some capacity. Like, I feel like if something crazy happens, Phil Spencer's going to do a, 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 I don't even, a tweet. He's going to do a, what do you call those things where you just kind of like do a public service announcement at a podium somewhere. He's going to do something. Yeah. He's going to say yeah, something. He'll say, yeah, absolutely. He'll say you something. Know? Um, and, and he's always seems like he has an ear down to everybody else. And I just, it's it feels as though Microsoft especially is willing to kind of like take a, a backseat in terms of their personal wants and needs or whatever to please everybody else. And it's just like, damn, if more folks had that mentality, I think so much more of this stuff would be better. But mm. I, I don't know. It's, it's, it's hard for me to not say that like these dudes are just like sitting on their laurels because I think that's definitely what it is. Well, Because they could have done this shit a minute ago if they wanted to. Well, I think it, it's also a matter of do you – so I, I think another thing that that comes into play when you talk about Microsoft versus other companies is Microsoft. Like I said, like they're a, they're a po- they're a powerhouse company. They're still making a ton of money. Their their main source of revenue is not Xbox, <laughs> not not even by yeah. not even by a mile. So when you compare it to other companies that you know it it can appear as if they're resting on their laurels or whatever it is, they're making a shit ton of money off of this same product that you and I are saying needs to get better. Why would they take a big enough risk? Like the, the only thing that they have is this product. If they take a risk and they miss and it loses them a ton of money, they don't have anything to fall back on. It's not like Microsoft where Microsoft can take a risk with Game Pass. And if it doesn't work out, they have the billions and billions of dollars that are coming in through Windows and Office and all that shit. So risk, I, I think even if you look at the other two companies, Sony and Nintendo, Risk look very different for those companies. They don't take many risks. They 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 tend to go more with the surefire thing because, in essense, that like they are the well. Sony obviously they make other things, but but PlayStation is the biggest thing that's happening at Sony right now, right? Like the TV, their TV division have been down. Um, I think they've like broken up, broken off a couple other divisions or whatever. So like their breadwinner is PlayStation right now, and then Nintendo obviously all Nintendo is is a games company. So when you talk about them doing things that are different from what they're making money on and i agree with you at the end of the day like i want them to take more risk but i also understand the business side of it is if if you know Susie and john and and timmy are buying all of this shit <laughs> like we're just gonna man, keep making kids, all man. this shit you know like we're just gonna keep making it and microsoft's on the on the other side of it like well we want to get more people in mm-hmm. but but we don't want to rock the boat but it's like oh wait no we're microsoft satya nadella just gave me a blank check to go buy activision for you know a ridiculous amount of money we're just gonna go take risks because we have money in our pocket already we don't have to worry about it as much as these other companies do so i think that also plays a factor that that's not like a great answer for people like you and i you know at the end of the day where it's like well we want this thing 
and we're not going to get it. And that's also why you're not going to see many other companies making like you're not going to see some startup with one person making a, a basketball game. You know, like it's it's hard to do that because you need more resources. They're also not going to get the licensing from the NBA because you have to like pay for that stuff at some level. And a smaller mm-hmm. person is not going to be able to do that. You know, same thing with the NFL and, and all that other shit. Like, so I, I feel like it's it's tough because people aren't going to take risk with this type of thing if it's making them money doing it the way they've been doing it. And it's it, it's shitty, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. This, this whole thing was brought on to me by the latest WWE game. And I saw that shit and I'm sitting there like, bruh. I was so hyped for this, and the way y'all did this shit, I'm so disappointed in you guys. Yeah, I was disappointed too, man. <laughs> like, oh uh, man, that kind of brought on this whole idea of like, what's going on with these games, man? Like, is these shits going anywhere? Well, like, do y'all care? Wrestling games is a different <laughs> story. I don't even view wrestling games as sports games, but I understand why they would be considered sports games. In my eyes, they're just another form of a fighting game. They need to be better too. Even within that, like, come on. Come on, bro. Uh, I, 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 a thousand percent. Uh, all right. But yeah, that, that was the icebreaker. I, I thought it was going to be a good discussion. The icebreaker? I thought was. that was the episode. <laughs> Shit, it feels <laughs> like the episode. <laughs> yeah, it, it feels like the episode. I mean, to be quite honest with you, like I said, we don't have that much to talk about. So, I mean, you know, we're talking about this, you know, that to, to pivot to the other the other side of what we really were going to talk about this, this week is just, you know, the state of gaming this year, uh, 2022 in particular. Um, you know, just recapping what we've had in the year so far, the biggest thing we've seen is Elden Ring, of course, right? We ha- we got Horizon uh, Forbidden West as well, a very great game, a game of the year candidate. In any other year other than the year where Elden Ring, I mean, there's still a candidate, but, you know, likely would have been a winner in any other year other than where Elden Ring was released. Um, so, you know, I just want to go around real quick, you know, what? how do you guys feel about 2022 so far? We're, we'll get into... The second half of it, but you know, we're right now we're at the midway point of the year. How do you guys feel about the year so far? You know, favorite games, you know, things that you like to like to have seen, disappointments, so on and so forth. So, Manny, I'm gonna start with you on this one. Yeah, um, beginning of the year, I would say like February, the best month of gaming in a long time. Banger after banger. Now, you know. Just because they all released it in the same time doesn't mean it's a good thing. Just because, like, the spacing and the pacing of, like, playing those games, it's kind of hard to play games like, for example, Dying Light, and then a week, not even a week later, Seafood comes out, like, three days later, and then you're playing Seafood. Then you got Verizon for it, and West come out, like, two weeks later, and then not even a week later, you got Elder Ring. So it's like, you know, the pacing of that month was just, it was, like, great. As in the terms of like, you know, the products we got, but it was like also bad for like some companies, like for example, Horizon, because like, you know, Horizon was a great game story wise, you know, but it's just like it has some bugs. I do agree with it that like kind of like ruined some aspects of the games visually, but um, you know, they could have pushed it back a couple months, you know, fix those things and not get overshadowed by Elden Ring, which was like a huge hit for a couple months. So like, you know, I, I, I think because of that, like that kind of like deteriorated the value of Horizon. Um, but like, I mean, we got bangers though. Like Seafood was a great game. You know, I, I couldn't even play Dying Light because like they just came out in the wrong time, in my opinion, even though they came out first, I just felt like, 
it just wasn't at the right time. I 100% agree with you on that one. I mean, I, I also think Dying Light, quality-wise, was a lower-tier game. It was, a, it was yeah. It, it was, should have been released now. It was now. a little disappointing. It should have been released right now. It would have given them a little bit extra time yeah, yeah. to polish it up a little bit, and there's absolutely nothing... I mean, let me rephrase that. There's nothing uh, AAA new to play right now, but, you know, we've we've been mm-hmm. lucky these past couple weeks. We got Naraka, we got Fall Guys, you know, like, we've we've gotten some... Uh, things on like other platforms and certain things that have been kind of revitalized like um like Fortnite's been revitalized for us you know we've been playing that a lot because of some of the new things that they've added in so like there's stuff for us to play but when you look at the beginning half of the year all that shit so you could have yeah right now we're in like a desert you know we're thirsty we're looking for some water there's no water to drink because you know, we used all the water in the beginning of the year, yeah. <laughs> but we thirsty. That's rough. It, it, that's that's another reason why I kind of like wish they spread out all those games. Like, as soon as like April hit, we were just like, "Damn, we have nothing to play because we're done with Elden Ring." I mean, well, we we tried WWE. That game was a flop. <laughs> um, Gran Turismo was like, you know, it's. It's good, but it's bad because like they're trying to do their own life service thing itself, and like the way they're doing it, they're it's basically like, give me a hundred dollars if you want to buy this nice car, pretty much, because like their currency to you know real life currency ratio is terrible. Like that game could do some work, but um, like yeah, as soon as I, I think once it like mid March to like I'll say June right now, like there's really nothing there to play and. That's why some, you know, we're stuck playing Fortnite because there's nothing else to play. Fortnite's actually been putting out really good content. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, you know, it's, that's the thing is like these live service games are really getting a chance to shine now because there's really not that much else to play. You know, uh, Fortnite's pu- pumping out good content, you know, like Rocket League. Um, obviously, Fall Guys kind of d- had like a soft relaunch because they're now coming to uh, or they're now on what Switch and Xbox. And they were already mm-hmm. on PC and PlayStation. So, you know, we're getting, like, content from, from these live service games. But as far as, like, brand new AAA stuff, it's just it's just not happening right now. And um, I don't know. It's, like, it's a little frustrating. But at the same time, it's not like we haven't seen that before. I think the biggest issue is that it just feels like... The reason why it feels more frustrating right now is that we don't know what else is coming in the fall. Like, it doesn't look like we're really getting the bigger stuff in the fall, you know. Um, but, well, again, we'll get into a little bit more of that later. But, Chris, I wanted to get your thoughts on the year so far, and then we can start talking about um, the next six months. So far, yeah, it's been it's been pretty mid. Um, yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. We've had some good stuff that come out. We've had some bangers, actually, that have come out recently. But I, I, I got to keep it a stack. Like, I'm still very much in the boat of, it still feels like we're in the 1.5 generation and not necessarily the 2.0 generation yet, if that makes any sense. And like, so when these consoles came out, I was expecting like a leap, like a big leap. And it still feels like we're, we're, we're inching towards it, but we haven't gotten that, that, that big time. Okay. This game is no way, shape or form without a shadow of a doubt. Next gen esque. This is what we think the next level of gaming is going to be. Um, I have two, games i think that can bring that out but i will wait till we get to the next part in the discussion but mm-hmm. so far um 
Yeah, man, we good can start, stuff. We can start talking about it now. Hey, let's just. Let's no, I, I like good. to bring one more point. The one more point. Right, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was gonna say while Chris, you know, gathers his thought. Uh, what is it called? I will say at first I was upset about the PlayStation Plus whole thing. The premium is still a shitty tier. Don't buy it now because there's nothing there. But the extra tier is actually pretty solid because there's still some solid like PS4 titles and, you know, some PS5 titles that I haven't touched, like Death Stranding, which I uh, really enjoyed and beat with, like, put, like, 50 hours into that game. Um, and I actually dove into the Mafia trilogy. I beat one and two already. I'm on the third one. And, you know, there are games that I were thinking about buying before, but, you know, they thankfully were on the subscription. Uh, I'll say this. The extra tier is pretty solid for what they have. Like, they actually have some pretty solid games. I just wouldn't spend the extra $2 on the premium because, like I said, there's no PS1 or PS2 or PS3 titles. I'm still upset they took out games like Sly Cooper and Metal Gear, but um, I'll say a yeah, shout-out to that. Until they start putting, like, new games in that service, though, for me, personally, I, I don't... I can't justify it because... Almost all the games that they have in there, I've already played. So I can understand for, like, somebody, you know, or even, like, in your situation, you didn't play Death Stranding, you didn't play, you know, Mafia, so on and so forth. I played those games. Like, I didn't I didn't beat Death Stranding, but I didn't feel the need to do so. Um, <laughs> Mafia, I, I, you know, I played a couple of those and, and beat them. So when I look at, like, the bigger reason why I keep coming back to Game Pass is, like, newer games and brand new games launching the service and it's like yo this makes it worth it to have that right and i'm not even getting into the you know first party game stuff because obviously that's a different type of conversation but like microsoft has actually done the work done the legwork to get brand new third party games in the service and i think that's like huge and i'm not seeing enough of that in this new playstation plus thing yet but i have to imagine that it's coming even though if it's not first party stuff it seems like it is something that they're working on and it seems like they've kind of alluded to that um, so that's for me when I'm going to dive in, mm-hmm. but for now it's like, damn, like, okay. Yeah. I could go play Miles Morales and Spider-Man. So like, I already own those games, you know, like the, yeah. the, the top tier PlayStation content, y'all set me up in such a way that I had to go buy it anyway. So like now you putting it in the service, I'm not getting any value out of it, but I also understand that it, they may not be positioning it for someone like me. They're positioning it for casual gamer who didn't necessarily buy every single game that came out. So I mean, I've been yeah. hearing pretty much the same sentiment that you just outlined, though. Like, basically that, you know, that that that, that tier, the extra tier is, is good, better than people expected it to be. But I'm looking for more. I'm waiting for more. Mm-hmm. But Chris, so, uh, yeah, like like we were talking about, what what are you looking at as far as the next six months go? You know, I personally, I feel like it's, it's looking a little dry, but, uh, I'll, you know, I'll let you take yeah. it away. Yeah. Um, the next six months. So we're talking about it's July now. Talking about what January, between now and then, mm-hmm. uh, I, I'm putting a lot of weight on Pokemon shoulders. <laughs> a lot of weight on Pokemon shoulders to like live up to my expectations. Um, I'm joking when I say that. That's more like a personal passion game or whatever. But the only like game that I think really that can save the whole 1.5 discussion for me is. Uh, Right now, probably Hellblade, I would say, because to me, and I don't know if it's going to get pushed back. I'm still kind of thinking it probably will get pushed back at some point, but... Ain't no release date yet, so... (laughs) Ain't no release date. And, like, I don't care what nobody says, it's one of the most unique games that is out currently, regardless of platform, regardless of whatever. One of the most unique experiences you can have in a video game to date. 
So I can only imagine this next one is like going to be like the first one, but like them trying even more new things, them pushing even further with the whole voices and the headset and all that stuff and the spatial awareness and all that stuff. I think they're going to go balls to the walls with it. Could I be wrong? Sure. But I doubt it. Like, I really think they're going to go for it with this. So when I think about what's going to feel new, what's going to feel like something that I've never done before, Hellblade. I I, I, I got to give it to that. I don't know if anything else so far that I've seen. I think Returnals had the potential for it to be like something very different. I think even Ratchet Clank, the one that just came out for PS5, I haven't played it myself yet, but I thought, again, on paper, it had a lot of potential to kind of like push forward what we know as like platform gaming. You know what I'm saying? Like there's a lot of potential candidates that have come out, but they didn't really knock it out like I'm thinking. Mm. But I think Hellblade, yeah, I think there's not going to be another game that comes out on the market for a while like Hellblade before it comes out and after because it's just different. It's just different. Like that's the only way I could, like what else am I supposed to say about it? So you're, talk, you're talking more about like experience, right? Like the the gaming. I mean, well, obviously we know the graphics are amazing, but like it sounds like you're right. really leaning more into like well, the experience. Well, yeah, because it's like these, these consoles were supposed to be able to bring us things that we weren't able to get with the last ones. So I'm kind of still waiting for them to like really truly utilize what's in these things, and 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 translating it into into game form. Right now, what it feels like we're getting is good games, yes, but has anybody truly just pushed it all the way? You know, I don't think we've gotten that yet. You know, and and I hate to say it like this, because we bring this game up every so often, or at least I do. Now that I think about it, I kind of wish Anthem never came out when it did, because I feel like it was so ahead of its time. If they had some of this other stuff and they took their time with it, that would have felt next gen to me. That would have felt different and new, you know, because they tried some crazy shit. And it just, I don't, I don't know. It, it didn't go out how it was supposed to, but mm-hmm. at least that was a new concept. You know what I mean? A new idea, a new flight mechanic that I hadn't experienced in a game before. That's more what I'm waiting for. New, new things, new ideas. Well, like, I feel like, I don't know, like, uh, I feel like the, the, the moniker of, like, next-gen relative to these types of conversations, I feel like they get thrown around a lot, but I I don't know. Like, okay, so when I look at Hellblade, right, this, this next one that's coming out, I'm expecting, like, higher-fidelity graphics and more of the same from, from the last generation. And that I'm, I'm okay with that, right? Like, because th- th- that game just tells a specific type of story. Um, I'm just trying to think of like certain other experiences, but like, I think the thing for me is I just want, and obviously you do too, right? Or we all do like, we just want great games. When we talk about like mm-hmm. pushing, pushing the envelope forward and things that were being done on this generation of consoles that couldn't be done on last generation of consoles. I, I don't think that's ever really going to exist. Maybe more the way it's being done. Like, like there are plenty of games that have come out now that are um, for next gen only, that couldn't be done the way they were done last generation. I think the, the problem with this also is that like PC is always going to be that thing that bridges the gap between the generations. And you're really not going to get too much of a dramatic difference between PC games. Like PC games have to kind of, they have to support legacy hardware too, you know, like game, mm-hmm. uh, like mm-hmm. systems that have existed for such a long time. But when you, when you, when you like dive into certain games, you know, uh, as far as like as, uh, Horizon, let's let's take Horizon as an example, right? Like mm-hmm. um, using the SSD in the system, you know, using the, the extra graphical power in the system, like it makes for a much better experience than you would have been able to make to get on PlayStation Four. But there's still a PlayStation Four version of that game, right? 
Right. So I don't know. It's it's like it's tricky because I think when you look at systems like like Starfield and shit like that, right? That that's the game that we were all really expecting to see this year. Do I think Starfield is going to push gaming forward? I'm not entirely sure on that, but there are systems in Starfield that I'm like, okay, they're yeah, definitely I was say that. yeah, they're definitely leveraging like next gen shit. You know, like mm-hmm. being able to jump to a planet like damn near seamlessly, whatever. That that you have to have an SSD for that. You can't use a traditional hard drive for that shit. You're gonna mm-hmm. be sitting there for for hours in a day. You know, it's just not gonna happen. Um, you know, even even some of the the graphical stuff around that game, like some they're using ray tracing, they're doing this, they're doing that. Like that stuff's there, but I, I I agree with you. I don't feel like we're pushing it forward. Like I I don't know if that 2.0 step is possible anymore. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The rate that um, innovation happens, and like you'll see it in the PC space, and then it'll translate to the console space. And it the way that those two things keep jumping back and forth, like PC de- or PC game development and console development are as close as they've ever been. So. I feel like we're at a place now where you're not going to see like that new generation come out. And it's like, Oh my God, this is like, this is going from like eight bit to, to 16 bit or 32 bit or, you know, like, like all the shit that we used to experience back in the day. I don't think Mm -hmm. those jumps can exist anymore because of the place we're at in gaming. So when I look at like what I want to be like a next gen, I'm, I'm thinking more from an experience standpoint of somebody making like a game that I've never seen before purely from an idea standpoint. And I think that you're seeing more of that stuff, but it's in the indie space and people aren't giving that mm. respect. So it's like, I, I mean, this is like a silly example, but like you look at Fall Guys, right? We never really had an experience like what Fall Guys gives us. It's basically Mario Party and you take in like the battle royale elements of it or whatever. And, you know, that's basically what Fall Guys is, but we've never really seen it play out this way before. So it feels like something new and fresh and, so on and so forth. Um, I don't know. I, I feel like that's more the type of stuff that we're going to get. Like Sifu. Sifu is like a, that's a smaller game, you know, like Sony gave it, gave it some higher production value as far as like promotional stuff and whatnot. But we haven't really seen a game like Sifu before. Um, that's different, but it's not tr- considered triple A, you know, mm-hmm. and I don't, I don't think we're going to get, and I, I, it's crazy because it's going to go back into that conversation I was having about risk, right? Like we're not going to get as many, of these high-end, crazy, like, triple-A games from bigger studios because people don't want to take the fucking risk, and it's it sucks. Mm-hmm. It sucks, man. Yeah. Goes back to the sports conversation we had earlier. It, it, it does. No, I, it I, 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 didn't, I, didn't, I didn't even try to do that, but it just... It's, I don't know. I guess that's just where no, my no, mindset's that, that works, at right now. That, that's good. That, that works for the episode, man. That's yeah, good yeah. shit. <laughs> but, no, but I but, do agree, though. Yeah. Like, it's... It's hard to see it now, especially since we're like we're still early, even though we're like almost two years, which is crazy to think. And the problem is they're just not trying to leave that, you know, man behind the last generation consoles, uh, the one, the one next PS4, PS4 Pros are still making games for them. So, you know, for now, we're still not going to really like see that as much if they're still going to try to, you know make ports for those consoles to like, you know, bring everybody, you know, have everybody able to play those games. So like it might be harder in that aspect or they're limiting themselves. And I feel like, you know, we can blame COVID because, you know, a lot of produ- production was on hold because everybody's getting sick. So, you know, a lot of games were pushed back because of that. So I'm, I'm sure we're probably going to see, you know, a lot of these next gen games we're hoping to see later in the console lifespan. 
which is sad, you know, sad to say because like, you know, we just console just came out, so like we're we're hoping for that right now, but like we're definitely gonna have to, you know, wait like at least two, three, four, you know, years until we in my opinion yeah, can say we truly get that kind of thing. But that's rough. <laughs> I don't even I I see I don't even think that's like Oof. I don't know. I don't. I don't agree with that fully, though, because yeah. I, 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 I have. I, I like feel very passionately about this, but yeah, I, I, I don't know. I just we're getting these great experiences, or we're getting all these random like indie games that are creating things that are oh, different, yeah. like as as dust falls and like shit like that. But there is this lack of respect around them and i'm not saying from you guys or anything like that but like the the general like hype around them is just different because they're smaller indie games you know but like they're doing things that are different that we haven't really seen before and they just don't get the the praise because i don't know because they're not flashy and they're not like you know they don't have a a billion dollar budget (laughs) or whatever but but they're fucking cool they're doing weird and different shit like I, i don't know Naraka, another one. Like, I, you know, we've we've seen battle royale games before, but like, we haven't seen it in this like martial arts style and all that stuff. Like, that game is fucking amazing. It's beautiful. It's mm-hmm. fun. You know, like it's it's not like traditionally next gen, but I think yeah. where we are from like a technology standpoint, you couldn't do that five years ago. You know, you couldn't you couldn't have servers handle like sixty people in a lobby. You know all running around grabbing different weapons and like actually doing complicated fighting mechanics. Like that's, that that's unheard of five years ago. Right. So like, that's, that's the type of stuff I'm talking about. Like the, those newer mechanics and doing things different. Death loop. Death loop is a, a very different and innovative concept, right? People, people don't really give it as much respect to say like, Oh, this is next gen, but like that shit is very different. The way it's all situated. Um, the story is amazing. Like the way it, everything just loops back, you know, like literally loops back, you know, in time when you die. I, I just I feel like when we're talking about it from an experience standpoint, that's where I'm looking for the next gen stuff. And I think we're here already. It's just that we're not going to get it the way we've been getting it in the past. Like, you know, the jump from 360 to Xbox One or the jump from Xbox to Xbox 360, like those type of um, technological jumps, I just don't think are happening yet. Um, until we get like this new something new has to be invented you know like like everybody mm-hmm. was like oh ray tracing is the thing ray tracing ray tracing ray tracing ray tracing and i think ray tracing is definitely a big deal as far as graphical fidelity goes but like i we don't have that bigger generalized new innovation that's supposed that would change gaming or like i, I don't know i none of that exists yet so right now it has to be game design and creating a new concept and until we get the other stuff like the new innovations and computing or whatever that shit will turn out to be like i think we're we are going to be stuck in like what feels like a 1.5 because it'll be like transitional but i don't think we're going to get gaming experiences that that technically change too much i mean i hope (laughs) i'm wrong i hope there's some crazy shit that someone comes out with but i I don't know i don't see it yet i just want i just want unique experiences i just have one last point do you guys think that um the way how, you know, shit like UE5 and all that stuff is working where it seems like they have mechanics in place now where you could damn near put a code into a system and then have it just kind of world built for you and whatnot. I would think that, you know, the fact that you have these kind of things going forward, it frees up a lot of resource time for you to be able to come up with new shit or yes. 
things like that, right? Am I, or am I off? Thousand percent right. So that that was the, the the kind of the last thing I was gonna say was I think because you're not having so much of this bigger change and whatnot, and you're you have engines like Unreal that basically are making all of this stuff more ubiquitous. They're making it so that literally anybody can go in and just write code to this engine and make like whatever amazing gaming experience it is that they wanted to make. Like for uh, what's that game? It got announced like right around the time that Microsoft was showing off stuff for the, the series X and they were like, it's made by uh, one guy. Like it's, it's it's like this crazy looking Uh, bright bright memory. memory. Yeah. Yeah. Bright memory, infinite. Right. Cause I think bright memory was his first one. So infinite is supposed to be this crazy one that like looks different, looks beautiful, but blah, 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 blah. Um, I don't remember what engine he was using, but let's just assume it's it's Unreal, right? Like, if if another developer gets an opportunity to use something like that, use Unreal Engine five and have it look absolutely beautiful, and they don't have to worry about, you know, uh, I don't know, like scanning in items or and all this different type of shit in the game. Like, they have this whole full library of shit that they can just pull from that's already pre rendered, pre made, yada yada yada, and they could just work on, you know, pumping out this game. And not having to worry about the extra shit that you would need another team for. Like, I think, it go- again, it goes back into the shit about risk and whatnot. People, like, uh, the, the the average user is the peop- the person who's going to take more risk. Like, the, the newbie, the new person coming into gaming, right? So having tools like this will allow us to have better experiences because people will basically not have to spend as much money, you know, up front to, like, build themselves a game. They don't necessarily need a full team or whatever. So they can navigate in such a way to take more risk and make something different, make something that we've never seen before. And that's exactly why you're seeing that happen now with all these indie games. Indie games are killing it as far as like just random, weird, different shit. Like Hades was was an indie game, right? That was like a game of the year contender last year or whatever. You know, like we're seeing more of that stuff uh, because tools are getting easier for people to use. And also you're not seeing as many of the... um, as many of the bigger studios taking those types of risk and making games like that. So, you know, the smaller studios, the, uh, I wish I remember the guy's name, but we'll just say like the Joe Smos of the world, like they'd be willing to actually go out and make games like that. One can hope. That guy who's doing that Vroom game, he's also doing that by himself too. Right. On UE5. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, yeah it's like a, kind of another example of it. I, don't know, I think that's the Very only place true. we're going to get all that shit is just like in the, the smaller game space. But again, people don't respect it. So th- like, there's so <laughs> many like, again, Game Pass, there's so many fucking games in Game Pass that just are amazing like that. You know, those smaller indie game things. And I don't know. Yeah. What was that doozy thing? The one that like posted, oh, Xbox got no AAA titles and the Xbox clapped back saying, oh, I guess you don't play the games. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> it's true. That's <laughs> Yeah, I, this is, yeah, this is like the time period we have right now is where like you know Game Pass strives because like they do promote a lot of good indie games that nobody really would pay attention to, and all you have to do is just load it up to Cloud Play if you have a good connection, or just download it. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. It's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean, you know, I think I think maybe maybe as an industry we need to be paying a little bit more attention to the indie space. And uh, helping both of those guys up so that they can make more AAA experiences down the road, you know, like actually support them and whatnot. So, again, that's kind of the good thing about things like Game Pass. You know, can't can't miss an opportunity to talk about Game Pass in an episode. Right, guys? Mm -hmm. Right. 
Um, but yeah, I mean, outside of that, the rest of the year is just, I don't know. The only, the only thing I'm looking forward to in the rest of the year is Call of Duty and the Callisto Protocol. And y'all know how I am about Call of Duty, right? Like, I'm like, I'm, it's, it's like a love-hate relationship for me. But I'm looking forward to Warzone 2. I'm hoping there's something different there. It's Modern Warfare, though, bro. I know, it's but... Modern Warfare. But you know what, though? For me, like, those experiences die off very quickly, you know? Like, but I'm, I'm just hoping with this Warzone 2 thing, they don't fuck it up. That's all I'm, I care about. Um, and then, obviously, Callisto Protocol. That's right in my alley, you know, fucking horror games and whatnot. Uh, you know what? I will, we'll have that conversation when they actually sit there and tell me that God of War is coming out November 10th or, you know, that the, the supposed rumored date. Or whenever that actually happens, then we can have a conversation. But as of right now, I feel like Sony's just fucking playing games. With or this. for spoken. I, uh, you know, I'm interested to see how that one is. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, I just there needs to be more conversations around these games. Cause I don't know for sure if these games are actually coming out in the timeframes that, you know, are mm-hmm. rumored. So until that happens, yeah. as far as I'm concerned, the rest of this year is looking bleak, but I'll, I'll leave it at that boys. Um, you guys want to say anything else before we head out? Cause I know we've been going for an hour now, even though we thought we weren't going to have anything all to I'm talk say, about. Hey, push Pokemon, not getting pushed back. That's all I know. That's all I know. Yeah, Nintendo, Nintendo don't do that. They they typically they're very... not pushing that back. That's all I'm saying. They're, they're what do you punctual. mean they don't do that? Have you not seen Breath of the Wild two? <laughs> That's the only thing. Bre- hold on, time out. Breath, of, Breath of the Wild two never had a firm release date. They don't they don't come out and say they release did, dates. They, but they did say it was going to come out this year, and then they pushed it back. To they the didn't next. give it a firm release date. That's all I'm saying to you. Nintendo doesn't say a game is going to come out in a specific day. And then usually push it. That's very rare. Very rare that it happens. They'll give you a general time frame and then push it back because a lot of people do that. But if they're like, yo, November 16th, Friday, November 16th, or whatever the heck that day is, like they say the game's coming out that day, you best believe it's probably going to come out that day. So I I trust Nintendo with that. That's probably the only thing I trust Nintendo with. Uh, Yeah. So, you know, it is what it is. Um, But like I said, I think this is a good place to leave it. Hey, I, I don't trust Nintendo with nothing else. But when they tell me a date, I know with they go. That, I know uh, they'll tell. I know they stick to that date. So it is what it is. But that's guys, make sure to check out our, our regular social media stuff. Um, basically, if you're listening to us on podcast services, also check us out on YouTube. If you're on YouTube, check us out on podcast services. All of you other guys, make sure to check us out on Twitter um, at Expansion Pack Pod, or sorry, at X Pack Pod. That's uh, Twitter and Instagram at Expat Pod, and then on uh, TikTok is Expansion Pack Podcast. Make sure to come talk to us. Um, shoot us some ideas for icebreakers because you know we be we be uh, running thin on some sometimes. Chris pulled yeah. out a good one this this week though, so you know shout out to him for that. But yeah, guys, we'll head out. Um, we'll check you guys out next week, and thank you guys for watching and listening. Peace. Hiya. Hey,